Welcome back to the Reclaimed Podcast. My name is Ellie Herringshaw and I am the host. I am so excited to bring you today's interview. I interviewed my sweet 94-year-old grandmother to talk about relationships and specifically her relationship with um, my grandpa. My grandpa passed away in 2012 um, after you know, he living a really long life, but, um, but him and my grandma had a really, really special relationship and one that I have always looked up to as just this beautiful representation of, of God's love for us. Honestly, um, my grandpa, his name was Alvin and, um, and my grandma's name is Verly. My grandpa was, um, he fought in world war two and he fell in love with my grandma the minute that he saw her before he went to the war and what really kept him alive and kept him fighting was the love for my grandma my grandma and grandpa they wrote letters back and forth together for three years while my grandpa was fighting and then they came back and got married had five kids and now they have a handful of grandkids and i'm one of them um they're just they were just an amazing couple, and um, and walking through my grandpa's death um, was obviously really, really hard, but um, but really beautiful to see the love and the bond that they shared together. And um, of course, they didn't have a perfect marriage, but I look at that marriage as something that's really beautiful and that actually gives me hope. I've talked about this before, but. Um, I'm in a battle against cynicism and against bitterness, and I really want to refuse to go there. It's a default of mine to feel bitter and resentful based on my experience, but I don't want to go there. I want to have hope, not just hope for a future relationship, not just hope to get married again. Um, I don't want to just move on to the next thing, but I want to have hope right now in where I am. Hope that Jesus will meet me, that he, that He's giving me life and giving me fulfillment in my season right now. Um, but then also hope for the future as well. And that's kind of what my hope is <laughs> in this season and this kind of series about relationships. We're going to go on and off talking about relationships, but um, but in this one right now, this is this is about hope for me. I hope that you can get something out of this conversation as well too. Just hearing my grandma, her faith in the Lord, um, her love and admiration for my late grandpa. And um, it's a really, it's, it's just a really special thing. So I hope you really enjoy it. You may also hear that some of the sound is a little bit, um, she, she can be kind of challenging to, to hear sometimes. Um, she is 94 years old, so some, sometimes her voice is a little bit raspy. You might have to kind of strain to hear, but there's some really beautiful nuggets of wisdom that she gives that I just really want to share with you guys. So I hope you enjoy it. And um, yeah, without further ado, let's, let's get into it. I want to talk to you about um, about uh, your relationship with Grandpa. Oh. Can you talk about um, Can you talk about that a little bit? Oh, it happened a long time ago. Let's see if I can think of what do you want to know. What year did you meet Grandpa? I met Grandpa when my father had him over to to work for us. 
Hmm. And I went, I went home from school at noon to eat because my mom said, you're working so hard climbing stairs up to wash the ceiling. And hmm. and I was just a young girl. And she said, come home and have a hot meal. So, so I did. And there was Alvin yeah. at the table every time. And uh, one day he, he wasn't working for my dad, but he drove in the yard. And my, my mom said, well, Furley, he came to see you. I said, well, how do you know he came to see me? I didn't know he really did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he had fallen. He had fallen for me. And I, uh, so, but he worked. He, so he would say, he, uh, can I make you one Saturday night? We'll go to Wadena or something. Because there wasn't anything open in Bertha. And we'd go, go to a restaurant or something there. And so, but I, he, he had a hard time going with me because he, he, he uh, was attracted to uh, movies and I, I was taught not to, not to have it. Have any movies in my? Oh, house. okay. So he wanted to take you to movies. Yeah. And you thought, no, I, that's not okay. No. So he never went to movies then because he didn't want to offend me. He was sensitive to you. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, he wanted to please me. Yeah. Because he had, he uh, yeah, a long time before I knew what he, he had fallen in love with me and yeah, had thought of me all the time and. Mm-hmm. I didn't know. Yeah. But my mother knew. Yeah. Well, she said, he wants to see you. I said, well, how do you know he wants to see me, you know? (laughs) So when did you start liking him? Well, the more I got acquainted with him, because he was so different than his brothers and dad, father, and I didn't know them very well, but they they were not Christians at all. And, And he had determined in his mind a long time before that he wanted to be a Christian. Hmm. So. Yeah, so he was doing, he was kind of doing his life in a different way than his family, yeah. and, and that was that, attractive to you. Yeah, that, that yeah. impressed me. Yeah, that's good. And he didn't smoke, and, and, and all yeah. the rest of his brothers smoked. Okay. Even his younger brother smoked, hmm. and so I... And and I I was really real acquainted with the people people that worked at the lo, local hospital and I went to be to see Alvin's brother when he, Alvin Alvin was in the service three years so mm-hmm. I knew I knew of him and but but I didn't see him for three years. Yeah, but you wrote lots of letters. Yeah, I never went with anyone. Else. I never even wanted to go with anybody else. Yeah. Uh, you know, when I was I I, I was traveling around kind of trying to you know find myself I suppose mm-hmm. so I went to Michigan and oh my my sister lived there. When did you when did you fall in love with Grandpa? I I think kind of kind of gradually because at first I didn't have any intention of going to study with anybody. Yeah. I, I wanted to see the world first mm-hmm. because my mother got married young and Alvin, Alvin's mother got married young and that, that was the end of it never went yeah. in place yeah. and I didn't want that to happen to me yeah you were <laughs> ambitious 
<laughs> so then he came back from the war. Yeah. And then what happened? Oh, what uh, happened when Grandpa came back? Oh, of course he 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 felt he all the time he was madly in love with me, but I didn't know what. You know, and I and I thought Sunday was so sacred. And we always went to church. Everything. But he went, he, he, he went hunting on Sunday. And I thought, well, that, that's what'll happen. I'll, I'll go to church with three or four kids coming behind me and I'll, I'll be bringing my kids up. So I just, that's it. I could see it. Yeah, I, so you I, saw that, that later down the line yeah. you would be going to church alone and yeah. you'd be hunting. Yeah. And, and you he, didn't like that. I didn't like that. Yeah. And uh, I didn't waste any time telling him, you know. He came all, all around Sunday night to see to see me, you know, walked over. And uh, uh, at the same time, some other guys came to get to see, wanted me to go out with them. Really? After they got home, home from church. Home from Sunday night church, and they came over to get well, a meeting with them. Here, Eddie Alvin was there. Oh my goodness! <laughs> so then, what did you say to what did you say to Grandpa? Well, I, I I don't remember the words I used, but I I, I didn't like it at all. Yeah. And so after that, he he never went on the Sunday. <laughs> He never went hunting on Sunday. He the, learned the, his the, lesson. The, the rest of his life, he, yeah. he, he would joke about it. Yeah. Well, I don't dare do that. Beverly wouldn't like that. Oh, <laughs> that's so sweet. <laughs> so he would never, after, after he actually, actually we went together, he would never, ever, ever want me to do something else. Hmm. Sunday, that was against my religion. Yeah. But my, against my conscience. Hmm. So. so you got engaged after he came back from the war. Yeah, I can't remember how long we were engaged, but uh, I just remember when he wanted to get married. I said, I, I, I will never get married till I know where I'm going to live. Okay. And to know I'm not going to live with the relatives. Hmm. So I made that quite quite clear. <laughs> so he got moving then, well, trying to find a place. Yeah, but, and but, but the strange part of it was, we moved. I didn't. I said I don't want to live with the relatives. Your folks have too many kids, and mm-hmm. my kid, my wife had a big family. And I said there's not any room for any more couples with them. Yeah. Tell me about your wedding. Oh, we had a beautiful wedding. Uh, in, in uh, I think we were the first ones that they had built a new church. You know, I think we were the first ones, and and uh, the little little church in the country wasn't big enough for our relatives, so we uh, we, we went to a church in the city in a wedding, or in Wadena. There was not room for all the relatives. Yeah. Well, your your siblings alone. How many brothers and sisters did you have? Uh, There were about fourteen in the family. Fourteen brothers and sisters. My mother. 
And and same with grandpa too, right? Yeah. Yeah. When did you move to the cities? Uh, I guess for Alvin was working again with you know for his uncle. Yeah. So I and he didn't he didn't know if I would live in the city, but I uh, I I didn't uh, I said it's not where you live, it's who you live with, you know. Mm. So it's not where you live, it's who you live with. Okay. I like that a lot. Yeah. You're so smart and you've lived a lot. How many years have you lived, Grandma? 94. You're 94. Like, what? what's some marriage advice that you have? Oh, 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 never begin it without the Lord. Never begin it just with your husband, but always the Lord is the third. You will make marriage work. Yeah. So, so. So that's what that's that's how you were able to be married for sixty seven yeah. years. So yeah. how long were you married? Sixty. Sixty some years. Yeah. For that. You had the Lord. Uh huh. Yeah. How but, did you and Grandpa establish that in your marriage? Alvin just seemed to know. Yeah. That would please me, you know. But uh, he was not brought up in a Christian home either. So, so, but he didn't. He didn't just do it for you, right? He oh, no. he had a, his own relationship well, with God. I mean, I I had to be sure that that he wasn't trying to yeah to impress me. Yeah. And he had to be, yeah. How did you? How were you sure of that? Yeah. I I, I knew, but uh, well, he knew he would bend every effort to please me anyway, but I. I wanted him to more than please me, and 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 he had always a desire to be a Christian before that. Yeah. And, but he knew that he knew that in early you know, life that he wanted to be a mm. Christian because he had an aunt that was a wonderful Christian. Yeah. And she impressed him. Hmm. So. I love that. Yeah. So start your marriage off with with the Lord. Uh, yeah. Uh, did you and did you ever pray together, you and Grandpa? Would you yeah, pray together? Yeah, I remember the first day we were married. He said, "I know you always pray." So we knelt by our bed and prayed. We, On your wedding night, you prayed together. Uh -huh. Oh, that is so special. <laughs> yeah, but he, 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 I know. I wrote to him for three years. So I always. I didn't even know how I felt, so I would, yeah. I, I would always let him know I prayed for him. Yeah. I think, I think this, oh God really answers prayer. He does. Oh, yes. I'm I, so glad you believe that, Grandma. Oh, I, I believe it so strongly. Yeah. Were there, were there times in your marriage that were really hard? You know, I, I I think there were there were times simply because Alvin wasn't brought up in a Christian home, you know, you know, but he 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 he, uh, he was very uh, he, he, he desirous of a Christian home, you know. But so it 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 took it took special uh, wisdom to know how to handle this. Yeah. You know? Um, but I was quite, I was, 
I was sure before I married him that I wasn't going to marry him if I had any doubts. Yeah. So. You're smart. Am I? Yeah, you're really smart. What was it like for you when Grandpa died? It was like a bad dream. It was so hard to see your protocol. That's all I can say. <laughs> still, still, I miss him so. Yeah. Yeah, it's been six years. Yeah, after all those years. Mm hmm. Yeah. It's a long time. Yeah. yeah. Hey, can I ask you something? What do you think about divorce? It's not God's will, but it's God's permissive will. It's not God's will, but it's God's permissive will? Uh, yeah. What do you mean yeah. by that? I, I mean, he, 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 when there's no other, when they can't see any, 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 any improve, any change, uh, it still happens. Mm -hmm. oh, yeah, and he and, and God can still bring redemption uh -huh. and healing after yeah. divorce. Yeah. Yeah? Do you believe that? that? Oh, yes. We send that to you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You had to get over it. Yeah. I mean, it hasn't been easy. I know yeah. that. So if I ever decide to, to get married again, what should I look for in a husband? Perfection. <laughs> Look for perfection. Perfection. <laughs> and no one's Do you think perfect. I'll find it? No, but the answer is no to that question. I won't find perfect. I won't be. I guess it, there's no such thing as perfect in this flesh. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, the Lord will, the Lord will direct you. He don't. He, he won't want you to go through another divorce. He will really direct you. And when when you meet this man, you will know. You think? I think. Well, you didn't know when you met Grandpa. Well, I didn't know after. After I I I knew his family. I didn't know he was so different than his family. Okay. So. so you think I'll know right away? Well, you'll know. Excuse me, you'll know soon before you get that serious. Okay. All right, I'm cutting right back in here. Um, isn't her wisdom just incredible? I love it so much. I love it. So also, one thing about my grandma is she is an author. She's written three books, um, two about her life, and then two, and then one that was um, kind of like a mystery um, kind of story, but she's incredible. But she's written 
just so many um, short stories or poems and 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 things that she's presented in church and different groups and stuff like that. I mean, she is she is one ambitious woman. So you're gonna hear two pieces that she wrote that I asked her to read. The first one here is about um, it's one that she wrote for her 50th an- wedding anniversary with my grandpa just talking about their relationship and um, and I just think it's really, really sweet. So you'll hear that right now. And then you'll hear the second piece is one that she wrote for someone's bridal shower called The ABCs of a Happy Marriage. And funny enough, she read that at my bridal shower when I got married. So this piece is really special to me as well. Will you read this one for me? Okay. A tribute to my husband. Oh, it is as time evaporated as the early morning dew. I know you always prefer enjoying the moment, but memories of those first 50 years are often relived. Life's rugged beauty describes it best. To demonstrate my love for you, I have calculated 54,750 meals with you. Very nutritious at that. I can't recall who was the cook. The bed was made 18,250 times. I appreciate the time you helped, but uh, I can't, uh, but I did not count the times. Perhaps the washer has been in action ever since our honeymoon. I'm looking forward to our first trip to Maui, and I hope they have a washer in our room at the hotel. Always oh, slept in such a beautiful hotel. In Maui? Oh, yeah. We have some wonderful memories. You were always so kind to be sure I had the first choice of Gila the bread. And for 50 years, I've wanted to get up courage and tell you I don't like the Gila the bread. <laughs> yes, they were wonderful years. And I borrow a phrase from Billy Graham when I ask, if, you, if she ever considered divorcing Billy, I quote, divorce never, murder maybe. <laughs> I love that. If I was at the best mates, I could not have found a more perfect match. It proved to be the best combination for five of the most beautiful babies in the world. They matured into women and men and have brightened the world they are part of. And I recognize and sense a part of you in each one of them. Through divine providence, I chose a wonderful father for them. Lest you have forgotten, I had all the gold taken out of my teeth, melted down, and made into a ring for you. <laughs> she had sold gold. We have learned that we must cherish the moments that are ours today. Yesterday is a canceled check, and tomorrow is a promissory note. And today is the only cash we have. And speaking of cash, do you happen to have a couple of twenties burning a hole in your pocket? (laughs) Yours always verbally attributed to my husband. Oh, I want, I want you to read this one. Oh, I'm not reading very good. You are. <clears throat> the ABC's of a Happy Marriage by Verly Men. 
Miller, written for a bridal shower for Dean and Sandy Thorpe at Minnehaha Baptist Church. A is for the atmosphere. Sandy can contribute much to the atmosphere. A pleasant aroma when Dean comes home will help him forget about his day at the office. Be sure to wait until his physical needs are met and he has had his basic sevens under his belt before you tell him about the dryer that didn't work, won't light, and the car, uh, car running out of gas or the ice cream and the ice cream melting. B is for Bible, Deuteronomy 6, 7. It is a book with the answers. And C is for Christ, the unseen guest every day to family members, more important than strangers to, to strangers. D is for devotion to God and one another. E, enjoy every day together as though it were your last. Faithful to the needs, be faithful to the needs of each other. And godliness is G. Happiness is H. Be content with the day. It brings great gain regardless of circumstances. And I is for industrious time is is well spent. And J is for joyful. Kindness expressed in little things. If we need a man to open the door for us, it's after we're married. When we have a little package in flannel blankets. Love is endless love. And M is for mutual interest. M is for natural. Be yourself. You are unique. And O is optimistic. One man says that if it rains, it makes mud. Another says it settles the dust. P is for peace. And, and Q is quick to apologize. The two most difficult words in the English language, I'm sorry. R is for remember your vows and special days. And S is for sincerity. Mean what you say. T is for thanks. A word of appreciation for little things that make everyday duties pleasure. U is for understanding. V is for vitality. Means life in the home comes from a healthy diet. W, wisdom comes from God. And X is for the extra blessings he sends our way. Y is for you. You can make a break. You could make a break in a marriage. Z is zealous. Matthew 6, 33, seek first his kingdom. Wasn't that incredible? (laughs) Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Reclaimed podcast. I'm thrilled that this concept has resonated with so many of you guys, that, that there's so many of you that are actively reclaiming things in your own life and taking steps towards healing to allow God to heal areas of your heart that seem unhealable but the but the truth is 
God is bigger than any hurt that you have gone through. God is bigger than any pain, any disappointment that you have experienced. God is bigger. And that's what I am holding on to. And that's what I'm stepping into. Thank you for coming on this journey with me, but then also, um, encouraging me in my own reclaiming journey. Part of my reclaiming journey right now is to see relationships in my life as beautiful and as hopeful rather than areas that can be triggering for me. I don't want that. I want to live completely free of bitterness and resentment. And as I've said before, and, um, And talking about relationships is one of those ways that I need to do that right now. So you guys are kind of reclaiming things with me (laughs) right now. But thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Thank you for for just getting on board and getting engaged. Please share this podcast with um, with somebody that you might might think will resonate with this concept, will will, um, give them some joy, some encouragement, send them my way because I'm happy to, um, happy to help, happy to go on this journey with them if I can. Next Thursday, September 13th, we are launching the fall season of the Reclaimed Community. This is a community for women in the Twin Cities area who are taking steps of reclaiming in their life. So if you've experienced trauma, abuse, relational relational brokenness, whatever it is, we are taking active and practical steps towards healing by reclaiming things. So this is a, um, a real proactive group. We thrive on two things. We thrive on vulnerability and celebration. So I can guarantee you that there will be people that will be very vulnerable in, um, in what they're going through. We'll, we'll share and we'll talk about our stories. Uh, and then we will also celebrate. We're going to celebrate what God has already done for us and what God is going to do. So we're actually going to have a lot of fun too. So if this is an idea that this is something that kind of sounds fun to you, please reach out to me. You can sign up. Anyone is welcome. In the, um, you know, If you don't live in the Twin Cities area, like fly in once a month for it because it's once a month and we're going to have fun and we're going to reclaim things and it's just going to be a real joy, I think. So anyway... Thanks, guys, for listening. Thanks for uh, all the things. I'll stop talking now. I'll see you next week. Thank you so much for listening to the Reclaimed podcast. For more information about reclaiming, visit reclaimed.com. That's R-C-L-A-I-M-E-D.com.